This is the Mid-East Beast Podcast. You are listening to Molly Livingstone from Israel and, of course, Alex Giles over there in London with crazy winds trying to compete with Hurricane Irma. How are you doing? Are you managing okay? Thank you for your concern. I can hear it in your voice. <laughs> it was legit. It yeah. was real legit. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yes, we had proper, well, you know, us here in, in, in Britain, we like talking about the weather. So any excuse... So, uh, yeah, we had strong winds last night. It was very exciting. Not like the poor <laughs> bastards down in, uh, in Florida and Texas. Um, I'd and, send don't, my, and don't uh, forget the Caribbeans. And yeah, no, of course. Have. Yes, I'd send my thoughts and prayers. But as we all know, they are completely fucking useless. So um, <laughs> if you are listening and thinking about sending your thoughts and prayers, that's great. But you should really send some money to the Red Cross or something like that instead. Because that would do a lot more good. All right. Or some water because they ran out. But other than that. They're good to go. Uh, good to you go. know, let's talk about some other crazy crap going on in the world. A hurricane of crazy, offensive situations. Nice there. link. Nice link, Isn't, Molly. I'm that trying. Was, that, was, that, was, that was slick. Poetic. Nice. Well, this is what's crazy in our world. You have things like Mother Nature taking on just natural disasters and destroying. And then you have people that are natural disasters in and of themselves. And those people are now, as I see it, we have two camps. We have the Antifa, which I don't even know if I'm still saying that word right. That's the (laughs) anti-fascist, extreme left-wing group who uses violence, believes in communism and anarchism. Yep. And you have the alt-right. That's the alternative, extreme right group. Also, it seems to be... Very verbal, violent. Uh, They've been doing a lot more of the protesting, linking with the KKK, maybe Nazism. Who knows? And this is all coming down to boiling points on college campuses. You have, hopefully, the smartest people that are going to school. Although, to be honest, when I was at college, I did not feel that way about the people associated with me. (laughs) Anyways, you're supposed to have, you know, free speech, debate, Freedom of speech, everything, whether it's from drugs that you're taking or classes. And (laughs) what's going on is that because of this idea of safe space, don't offend me, I don't like what you're saying, my feelings are hurt, I crap my pants, it seems like more and more of these characters coming from either side that have extreme points of views and are very open about it are being shut down. So case in point would be, of course, what's going to happen now at UC Berkeley. That's in California. It's a real hippity-dippity school. It's always been a place of controversy when it comes to these things. Very liberal. But oddly enough, it's this group of Republicans at Berkeley, which I'm shocked that there's even a group of them, who have invited Ben Shapiro, who is a conservative talk show host and speaker and blah, 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 yada, yada. And he's also an Orthodox Jew and he's married to an Israeli. And the guy to me just looks like a douchebag. But let's put my feelings aside. Uh, He is set to speak at their campus on September 14th. And no joke, Alex, as reported by the Mideast Beast, first of all, real story is that because students were so upset that they are going to offer counseling before he comes. Coping. <laughs> and then rightly so, the Mideast Beast picks up on it and says, you know, headline, UC Berkeley offers assisted suicide to students offended by Shapiro talk. Yeah. 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 
Yes, so there's two sides, aren't there? I mean, uh, yes, Ben Shapiro, yes. uh, you'll call him a schmuck. Um, we'd probably call him a tosser over here in the UK. Yeah. There are other, depending on where you're listening to in the world, you'll have a, a phrase that comes along that. And he is a bit of a, yeah, a bit of a tosser. Twat. Um, yeah, sh- he, look at his face. <laughs> just his Facebook picture, it's just he, he literally knows that he's like, I'm a dick, and I know it. He's ex-Breitbart. Kind of left Breitbart because Breitbart weren't right wing enough for him. <laughs> so, Actually, you say that, but I saw it as he he didn't support Trump. He was one of the Republicans that actually didn't want Trump. And for that reason, he kind of left the camp as well. And as now with Daily Wire, which is basically his, it was his, and now he's the editor-in-chief. Mm-hmm. And so there, there's tons of articles that are very conservative. And he definitely says those things. I don't know if you know this. He got in trouble. He was on a show, a podcast with a transgender, and he kept referring to her as he. You know, because that's how he feels. There's no change. You are who you are when you're born, and that's it. So he does stuff like that. That's like painting a very a nice picture of who he sort of is. Mm-hmm. Should he be allowed to speak? UC Berkeley or the other campuses where he yeah. has had to have bodyguards, security, or not been allowed. It's difficult, isn't it? Because, you know, if you're, if you're going to support the idea of free speech, then that has to include free speech that you don't like. Otherwise... How are you ever going to have any sort of debate about things? Otherwise, we all sit in our bubbles and we all, you know, are comfortable talking amongst people who all believe the same thing. And some of the things we believe may well be completely wrong. And unless you broaden yourself and listen to other people, you'll never know. As we know, of course, from your brilliant interview last week, where you. you you have someone from the crazy Westboro Baptist Church who believed all sorts of crazy shit started talking to people on clearly the other side of that fence and was able to change your opinion for the good. So if you believe that that's a good thing, which it clearly is, you've got to also say that, you know, Ben Shapiro may well be a douchebag, but he does have a right to opinions. And as, as long as those opinions are not ones that actively encourage violence against groups of people, and there are laws against that then mm-hmm. if you're not willing for your own opinions to be strong enough to stand up to him, to be able to debate him in a coherent way, then you may need to think a bit more carefully about your own opinions or certainly how educated you are in, in your own opinions that you can articulate them well enough to beat down in a intellectual way, not a physical way, someone like Ben Shapiro, who really it should be reasonably easy to knock down a lot of his opinions. That would be right where I'd sit on this. How about you? So I agree with you. And the government has actually been dealing with this issue of college campuses of what is freedom of speech. Like I said before, it's supposed to be the beacon of place where you can shout your feelings, your opinions, you protest, rally, and let your mind be open to these concepts and, and, and see every side. And what's been going on both in the federal government in America and on college campuses is if it's too offensive, it's shut down. And I 100% agree with you. You're always going to hear things you don't like. But these bubbles that you're talking about, people are so comfortable. And I think this generation is so padded by their mom and dad that they go out into the real world, you know, by these helicopter parents and they're always being watched and taken care of and they don't know how to do their own laundry and they don't know how to feel. I mean, you are offending a chair by sitting in it. That's how like critical it's gotten. And that's what's happening. And here, what I'm seeing with these Antifa 
Is that even how you say it? It's a stupid word. <laughs> it's just not an attractive word. I don't know if it's a fancy label, just selling the same cheap crap that it always has. But basically what they say is, yes, you need to fight for being a liberal or left wing. And fight does mean in this case, physical violence. And they did it in... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say, so I I live here in in London. I, I, I live close to a South London borough called Lewisham. And they just celebrated or commemorated the 30th, sorry, 40th anniversary of a thing called the Battle of Lewisham which was where a bunch of National Front, so essentially uh, neo-Nazis, National Front, wanted to parade through Lewisham. Lewisham was and is a very highly ethnic, diverse part of London. Uh, London in general is very diverse, and and Lewisham particularly. And a group of people from the left wing came together, a whole group of people, and there was a running battle in the street. So uh, there is nothing new here when you talk about, you know, Antifa. That was happening here in the UK 40 years ago. It was happening before that. You know, the black shirts of Oswald Mosley back just before the Second World War, the fascists here in the UK, they were running battles in the East End of London to beat them down 75 years ago. So there's nothing new with what these guys are doing. And so on one hand, you have to say there is clearly a time (laughs) hitting Nazis is broadly never going to be a bad thing. Punching a Nazi, broadly, very few times in which that's not going to be a good idea. Punching people who are right-wing or are a bit douchey and annoying Mm. becomes a a more difficult question. And and you you can see by the way I'm hesitating and umming and ahhing, though I'm sure Scott, our great editor, will knock out some of the umming and ahhing. There's nothing easy about this. But banning it, as you say, you know, banning it entirely or immediately offering counselling before it even happens at a really good university that you're not preparing robust individuals for life. Um, right. Where they will be coming into contact at work and, you know, in their day-to-day environment with people that will have different views. And they will be have to be prepared to fight those views intellectually because you can't go around punching people all the time. That's really well, not... maybe you can. <laughs> maybe you can. But it, it, it seems to me that's possibly, most of the time, not a great idea. All right. Sorry. I want to say something because you, you said the word differently than me. Can you say it again? Which word? Anti... Antifa. 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 No, but this is the thing. Normally, anyone who has a British accent, no matter what they're saying, even if they're cursing you, it sounds beautiful because it's British. Thank you. But this word is so ugly in and of itself, you couldn't even do that with your accent. When I heard you (laughs) say it, I wasn't sure if you had just burped or it was the word. So whatever, put that aside. Yes, it's true. The Antifa, they actually have roots since the 1920s and 30s Mm -hmm. when militant leftists battled fascists of the streets of Germany, Italy, and Spain. So it's definitely been around for a while. It isn't anything that new. They're dressing more like Al-Qaeda and other terrorists covering their face, Mm -hmm. wearing all black. Mm -hmm. They do a lot of stunts for attention. And to me, this is kind of like when you're talking about you can't go around punching people that is exactly what I say to my four-year-old and when I look at this this is the same thing that is going on I am expressing my feelings I don't have the right word so I'm just going to punch your face in and take care of it that way and when they're offering counseling now on campus and we jokingly at Mideast Beast talked about assisted suicide I question and I'll ask you this Alex is this you know 
Darwinism. Are we going to just get rid of the weak links, help them, you know, make this choice if they can't handle free speech, Mm -hmm. just be done with them? Is that what it's coming down to? Well, you know, the other thing to bear in mind, I'd say, is as always, the people that make the most fuss create the, the news environment. So when I was at university, I mean, yes, you had a small percentage of people that were very politically aware. And I was not part of that group. Even though I did a politics degree, I did not sit there campaigning for any one particular site. I did, as you mentioned at the sort of the, the top of our show, most people go to university, it's all about as much as possible sex and drinking and a little bit of learning as well. Maybe, yeah, maybe some, when you can. When you can. Maybe some sports as When well. the condom falls off. Well, yeah. yeah. I'm learning so much about you, Molly, and some of it I'm not sure I, I, I want to. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's okay. I, so, I do that sometimes. <laughs> you should overshare. You're oversharing. Yes. So there is a question that says we are building on this sort of, this hysteria by pointing to probably a very small group of people at the university who are worried by this, where the vast majority of even, you know, of a very high-end university like that are actually just concentrating on drinking, trying to get off with each other, studying for a decent degree, (laughs) and probably most likely think of this in the same way that we think of it as rather ridiculous. And you could say the biggest blame is from the university authorities that aren't Mm -hmm. able to to look at this and go, actually, is this really a majority thing? Or is this such a tiny minority of people with a particularly strong view that we should, you know, really not pander to a small group of people? Right. You know, that's just my other thought of it. I don't know. I've, ne- I've never been to Berkeley, so well, uh, I don't know. They might all be crazy batshit for all I know. So they are a little bit. I mean, it's an amazing campus. I miss the days of when, you know, Benjamin Netanyahu, I think he was prime minister when he went there to visit years ago. I'm not talking about this round of being prime minister because in Israel you do it more than once. That's what she said. Anyways, he went to campus (laughs) and he was locked into the building by crazy people who did not want the Israeli prime minister on campus. And he was locked in the building. And to be honest, as gruesome and awful as that sounds i prefer that to what is going on here Mm -hmm. meaning they're not even going to allow ben shapiro on campus or now they have to have counseling i mean are they going to take your blood pressure before you go in (laughs) are they going to hand out candy or you know some kind of antidepressant just to calm their nerves a little bit it's just it's too much it's too far and berkeley is wild it is the most I've been to this campus, okay? First of all, they have houses where just lots of different people live together, kind of almost like a kibbutz from Israel, just sharing everything you can imagine, whether it's people or their drugs. You walk on campus, everyone is trying to convince you of the next greatest thing, whether it's being anti-Israel or being pro-Israel. I mean, it goes from everywhere and they're all there outside campaigning together. At least they used to be. Now it sounds like you can't do that. So I really do miss those days. Now, I don't know if Shapiro, we're recording this the day before he is supposed to go to campus and he is supposed Mm -hmm. to give a speech. And he's had this problem before and he's made his way onto campuses through back doors with bodyguards and police. So that may happen here. But it is sad to see the direction that things are going on these campuses because once you don't have free speech on college campuses, you just see it's a matter of time. Even in the media, you're already seeing it. You have Trump having his own TV channel to have his own agenda. So it is sinking in. Yeah. 
Yes. In Israel, we have that same problem, which we've discussed in another podcast with Raoul Wootliff, who is a reporter from Times of Israel, who was attacked as a journalist for fake news, as they called it, at a right-wing rally. Although you still have a lot more freedom of speech, in my opinion, here, when it comes to mocking the government and when it comes to mocking the people, meaning we have a diverse group of people, if you will, here in the Middle East, right? Uh, yeah. And, yep. and people always think of it as Israeli and Palestinian. But of course, you have every kind. You have Arab Christians. You have the Muslims. You have Arab Israelis. You have Arab Israeli Palestinians. You have Jerusalem Arabs, which will consider themselves different. You have ones that hold ID cards and ones that don't. Ones that consider themselves Jordanian. And that's only the Arabs. Then you got a whole mess of people that are Israeli. The new immigrants. You have the Russians, who of course consider vodka the god. Ashkenazis, you have it just Sephardi, it goes on and on. And all of these people are made fun of continually on a variety of different satirical shows. And you don't go to jail and you don't need therapy. At least it's not being covered by our universal health coverage just yet. So a final sure. question before I really want to play a game with you, which I think will be a lot of fun. If Shapiro, he seems to be hated by actually the alt-right, okay, because he rejected Trump, and he's clearly hated also by the Antifa and the extreme left and the left in general, but he has the second most popular podcast on iTunes behind Oprah. So who, Mm -hmm. and behind us, clearly, I guess that makes him third, but who is listening to him? Why is he so important? That's a legit question. (laughs) who the hell cares that's the thing isn't it okay i guess that's your that's a that's a good way of ending it and maybe if you just didn't care he'd go away yeah let's move on to a light-hearted game i know you've got a game for me and i did so well last time yeah so i'm ready to play a game again so i always love crushing your spirits so i thought (laughs) another way to play this did the antifa every time i say it i hate it more and more did the antifa tweet it Okay, they have, by the way... Oh, this is... Okay, yeah. okay, this is our game. This is yep. an official Antifa account. There's many... The official Antifa of Beverly Hills account, Philadelphia, New York. It goes on and on and on. This is the main one. I want you to tell me if it's them or if it's me, Molly, that just wrote some shit. Okay? So here we go. <laughs> if you think there are biological differences between men and women or any of other gender, you absolutely should be fired. Hashtag Google Manifesto. Me or them? Antifa I or Malifa? And Malifa. Al Molly. Hang on. I, I'll work it out later. I think that's Antifa. I think they... Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah that, that's Antifa. It is them and they spell differences wrong. And that... To me, <laughs> you should never trust a source that can't even get their point across on Twitter without one... And they had like two mistakes in there. All right. <laughs> Fascists want you to believe... Sorry, sorry is, it, is it like Trump that can't spell? Exactly. Like you see, they're just... They're more similar than they think. Alex, they're more yeah. similar than they think. Okay. Fascists want you to believe that hashtag blue lives matter. They don't. All cops are bastards. And that's what we teach at our Antifa workshops. I'm going to hope that you made that up. I didn't. These douchebags oh, have workshops. On. 
See, they're douchey and Ben's douchey. <laughs> they have so much in common. All right. Well, maybe that's why they want him really deep down. You know, they want him to, to go over there. I, I love you, but I hate you. Right. By the way, I've come up and I really hope no one steals this with an idea for an app you know, much like Tinder, called Mm -hmm. Sex It Out. And basically, you go on there to meet the other, and then you sex it out. You just have some sex and get it out. All right, back to the game, though. Yeah, Yeah, no one steal that idea. If anyone listening can help us with that, just drop Molly a line. Either if you're having sex with someone you don't like or you want to build the app, let me know. (laughs) This little piggy ate roast beef, and this little piggy is eating donuts. So teach your kids the truth and go after the pigs in blue before that little piggy runs all the way home. Well, now that you told me that last one is a real one, I'm going to say that's disturbingly real as well. It's me! I wrote that! Oh, you faked me out! You faked me out! Alright. Yes, but disturbingly, given the the second one that you did there, there's no reason at all why that couldn't have been real as well. Alright, let's keep going. Kill rapists, kill frat boys, these parasites must be extinguished. This game isn't as funny as you think, really. It's just (laughs) deeply dark and disturbing. Well, some people have that kind of sense of humor, Alex. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, well, I'm going to say that that is them. I mean, that, yes. that sounds like the kind of great, I kill everybody. That, that's, that's a great plan. Uh, here's a Tinder one. Swipe right for a date with destiny, taking down the alt-right. Immigrants welcomed. Blind date, but not blind. Hashtag Charlottesville part two. There's a little bit of creativity to that one. Uh, I like that one. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, I say I like, you know, in the broadest possible sense. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, let's swipe right on that and say they did do that one. That's me again, Alex. Oh, I should have realized where credit that it was is clever. Due. Yeah. Here's, See, but I said it was clever. Okay. Here's okay. another one. Fascists have a smell to them. They're rotting from the inside out. Like a banana, they would turn black if they weren't white supremacists. Dollar bills never hashtag defund Antifa. That's Antifa. That's Antifa. That's me again. That's me. You can't be writing all the clever ones. I'm trying to give them some credit (laughs) here for being a little bit, you know. Am I just assuming that anything that's clever is yours? I know. I really got into this and I encourage everybody to do this because it is a lot of fun to pretend you're one of these extremist sides and write these ridiculous things. It's almost a way of coping. All right. Here's another one. You fascists might be able to label us terrorists, but you'll never hashtag defund Antifa. Oh, that's very vanilla and plain, so it must be there. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm kind of yeah. giving myself away, aren't I? Yeah, you are. You've been too clever by half now. All right. Well, so. this one might be obvious. Give me one more. Give me one more. Come on. Okay. Give me your best one. No, I have a few. I'll just read some of them <laughs> and you'll just quickly answer, okay? Okay. Okay. So your quick fire yeah. round. Go for Islamophobia it. Islamophobia is drinking the Kool-Aid of Zionists that occupy Palestine and your mind. Circumcision on small Jewish penis is the death of society. Thanks, Instagram, for capturing the Kodak moment. You. Yeah. No room for capitalists, conservatives, libertarians, classical liberals, or supporters of the U.S. Constitution. Ooh, that was a hard one. U.S. Constitution in our city. Hashtag Boston resist. Them. Yeah. The neo-Nazis might control the media in Hollywood, but they can't control our fists of rage against the machine. Not okay, KKK. You. Yeah. Every single person who voted for Trump is responsible for hashtag Charlottesville. Them. 
Yeah, and the final one. I, I okay. gave myself I've got, away. I've got, your, I've got your rhythm now. I know. I've got your rhythm. I just really had a good time. Check out Antifa Meditation Retreat. From yoga to bitch slapping. Inner peace, outer rage. Teachings. <laughs> you, 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 <laughs> Wait, you, it gets you. better. Teachings from Talmud <laughs> to Marxism. Anarchy is more than a chant. Funds go to rebuilding our hacked website. I tried. I really tried. Maybe they can, can take I say, some of these. Do you know that tweets are supposed to be 140 characters? I you did, you... know. <laughs> I could have done it in two tweets. You do like a part one and then a part two. Oh, People yeah, it. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Trump does that. You know yeah, what? Okay, fair enough, yeah. I'm going to be fair and allow if the Antifa want to use some of this, I'm for it. I'm for it. If Ben Shapiro wants to use some of this to show how ugly people from Antifa are, I'm for it. You know, I want everyone to feel good before they feel bad. That's my feeling in life. That's what I tell my husband. The first two oh. years were great, but the rest are going to be bad. What a beautiful thing. Um, yeah, let's wrap it up much. on that. You tell me, Alex, you think yes. he's going to be able to speak on campus, Ben Shapiro, at Berkeley? Well, history of people like Ann Coulter and, and others would suggest a no in the end. And he will use it to his advantage. He will do the whole snowflake um, oh, hashtag and, and yeah we had to use it and I think that he should be able to speak but I suspect that the recent history of, of some of these other people and how he can use it to his advantage by not speaking is actually it's now from a media point of view it's a, to his advantage not to go well so I don't think he will I'm gonna wrap it up on that because you gave us a great out with the hashtag snowflake that literally is the next natural disaster gonna happen on the west coast Ben Shapiro is coming to town, California. Be aware. And as we wrap up, I want to remind you we're now on iTunes where you can share your comments, listen, and share, of course, the podcast. You can find our website, themideastbeast.com. Also, Facebook, The Mideast Beast. And follow us on Twitter at MideastBeasties. Alex, any final words? The hashtag resist, hashtag snowflakes, <laughs> hashtag something. I just want to. I'm just go. gonna. I'm gonna live in hashtags all day today. I'm just gonna be hashtagging. I want to be back in the world of snow angels and not snowflakes. But here we are, <laughs> so we get to talk about it. And of course, everything here is satirical with lots of truth to it. I also want to thank Scott, our editor and producer, who puts all of this together and makes us sound decent. You have been listening to Alex Giles and Molly Livingstone here on the Mid East Beast Podcast. 